We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. International Olympic Committee members have been wowed by Australia's three-tiered government financial guarantees and the sunny skies to feel confident to award the greatest sporting show on earth to the Queensland capital in 11 years' time. IOC President Thomas Bach's announcement on Wednesday night at the Akura Hotel, where more than 80 members were meeting, will transform Brisbane from an emerging global city into an Olympic powerhouse. In a watershed moment, Brisbane's six years of planning culminated in a secret ballot lasting no longer than half an hour. IOC members were asked if they agree to elect Brisbane as the host of the Games. The vote came back after a slick and colourful 20-minute final presentation to the members, led by Prime Minister Scott Morrison in a video link from Canberra, and the Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk, who had flown to Tokyo especially to eyeball the IOC members. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, head to the Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. With more than half the country in lockdown and Australia's vaccine rollout two months behind schedule, Prime Minister Scott Morrison says he takes responsibility for the botched program. Under pressure to say sorry for the delay-plagued rollout, Mr Morrison said he believed Australians just wanted the federal government to get it right. I take responsibility for the problems we've had and I'll also take responsibility for the solutions we're putting in place and the vaccination rates we're now achieving, he said. Australia has just passed 14.5% of the population fully vaccinated with more than 174,500 doses delivered on Tuesday. Mr Morrison argued that even without international supply issues and the AstraZeneca advice changes, Australia was only about two months behind where the rollout was originally supposed to be. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Key New South Wales Crisis Cabinet member Stuart Ayres has broken ranks, calling on Australia and New South Wales to use our ample and increasing supplies of AZ, commending young people for rolling up their sleeves and knowing we don't live in a risk-free world. Mr Ayres launched a tirade at the nation's peak vaccine advisory body, accusing them of trying to fit an airbag after a car crash. The remarks are significant, with Mr Ayres making the strongest encouragement yet of any New South Wales authority for young people to get used to the vaccine available to them. With deaths increasing and people under 50 filling more hospital beds, we need to be using our ample and increasing supplies of AstraZeneca. But Mr Ayres said it should be a targi who makes the recommendation, not a politician. 
And could this be Australia's greatest ever Olympic swim team? That's not a bold pre-Olympic prediction, but rather an aspirational goal within the Dolphins team. With experienced coach Michael Boll confident Australia has the talent to repeat the eight gold medals won at the 1956 Melbourne Olympic Games. When Australia returned from their disastrous 2012 London Olympic campaign with just one gold, subsequent investigations exposed a still-knock saga and toxic culture that promoted widespread change in the sport. And that is your headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Are you ready to get an inside look at crime from someone who has investigated some of Australia's worst crimes? It was like Aladdin's cave. The luminol found bloodied footprints and bloodied handprints on a wall. So it's just like a horror movie. Former homicide detective Gary Jubilant sits down with cops, crims, addicts, victims, small-time cheats and big-town lawyers as they tell their incredible stories. My house got raided. Next thing you know, I got bail refused. Next thing you know, I'm on a truck to Parkley Prison. Listen to I Catch Killers early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.